Welcome to A Little Grace to Grow. And today, as we get ready for Thanksgiving, I want to share a passage from Mark 3, verse 14. The Bible says, And he ordained twelve that they should be with him, and that he might send them forth to preach. I want to focus on that phrase, that they should be with him. You're going to be with a lot of people this week, most likely, but the most important person you will spend time with is the Lord Jesus Christ. And your time with Him will be reflected in your behavior and your response with everyone you're around. Let me ask a question as we consider the text. Why did He call them to Him? What does the passage say that they should be with him. Well, number one, they needed to get to know him, Jesus Christ. Before the 12 disciples could do the work they were called to do, they must be with Christ. You cannot talk about what you don't know and you won't know, won't get to know someone without being with them. I can share with you much about my wife and she could share much about me because we know each other very well. Obviously, the more we know somebody, the more we can share uh, that information, that knowledge with others, and be realistic. Through the three and a half years with our Lord before the cross, Christ would reveal himself to them. He would reveal his wisdom and his power to them. Miracle after miracle would be revealed over the his would reveal his power over the elements, over the animals, over the body, and over demons. The pinnacle of of this revelation was his resurrection. They had to know he was Christ, the Savior and Lord of all creation, before they could testify with power. They had to know that he truly could conquer death and the grave. This knowledge had to be experiential, not just intellectual. John would later testify that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and handled of the word of life. He was real to them. That's 1 John 1.1. The difference between a powerful witness for Christ and a weak witness is how real he is to you. Number two, they needed to get to know themselves. Another reason they were called to Jesus, called to him, was they needed to know themselves and how weak they were. Only a clean mirror can reveal our flaws, and the fellowship of Christ has the ability to introduce us to our sinfulness. I know that sounds uncomfortable, but it is necessary. It's a reality we, we must face. This is not to condemn us, but to help us see our need of him. This should keep us humble in our service for him. A man's pride shall bring him low. Peter would learn this about himself. Though he was a born leader, he needed humbling to be useful. How often the Lord allows things to happen to keep us humble. Tragically, not everyone chooses to humble themselves, and they eventually self-destruct or become very bitter people. Knowing your weakness should motivate you to depend upon his strength. And then number three, 
they needed to know that faithfulness to the labor was the result of fellowship with the Lord. I'm sure you know people who started off well for the Lord and maybe were used in a wonderful way. And then they fell. And then they quit. And then they gave up. And they disappointed many people that looked to them as an influence. Again, what was the issue? Well, I can't say for certain it's the same with everybody, but I do know this. In regards to these disciples, they needed to know that faithfulness to the labor would be the result of fellowship of the Lord. See, they would eventually be sent out after having been with him and what great power they would demonstrate for the kingdom of God. Now listen to this. Their having been sent out did not mean they should not return to him. They all would return. They, like us, were nothing more than earthen vessels that would need constant refueling. Be not drunk with wine when it is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. The word filled has the idea of getting continually filled. A one-time filling is not good enough. The disciples would need to return to him because he was their supply. He supplied the wisdom, the message, and the strength to do the job they were called to do. When you see a Christian zealous in the work of the Lord, it is because he has been with Jesus. When you see a Christian griping or envious in the Lord's work, it is because he has not been with the Master, at least in a while. I want to share a poem I wrote to our uh, workers in the church. And I believe it pertains to all Christians. And I trust it'll be a help to you. We have all been very blessed by the grace that God has given. Mercy granted for our sins and a mansion up in heaven. While we wait and hold these blessings, it's our job to spread them too. As a child of our God, it's a privilege just for you. We are blessed to be a blessing, not to hoard it in our heart. We have news that's worth sharing. Hand a track out. That's a start. You become a blessing spreader by the way you volunteer. Not with grimace or complaint, but you do it with good cheer. Blessing spreaders are in demand in the sin-cursed world we're in. There's always someone hurting who could use a Christ-like friend. Blessing spreaders must remember that the blessing jar is full. It's the instrument that spreads it that becomes void and null. So be sure you're always dipping in the blessing jar each day. It adds flavor to your service as you go along your way. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a great day.